Imagine you're Asher, and you've just woken up to a beautiful blue sky without any hint of clouds. You've got one thought on your mind as you stretch and roll out of bed. You've got to go see what your crazy neighbor Noah is up to. Ever since Noah started building a massive boat in his backyard, you've made it your mission to stop by his house to make fun of him. According to him, God is so displeased with people that he's going to send a flood and wipe everyone off the map. You shake your head as you walk down the road. It's one thing for Noah to say he believes in God, whom no one has ever seen, but for him to claim that he's following God's commands? That means he's living in crazy land. As you turn the corner, you realize that Noah has actually finished the boat or ark, as he likes to call it. It towers above everything in your town and casts its shadow over you in the early morning sun. As you pull in a breath to shout out your latest insult, a sound stops you. Is that an elephant? You realize you don't just hear elephants, but also ducks, monkeys, Donkeys? You stop in your tracks. In awe, you realize there are more animals than you can count. You quickly regain your composure and shout, Hey Noah, are you sure you got all the animals? I haven't seen my cat in days. Noah just patiently looks in your direction and waves. As you walk away, laughing at how funny you think you are, you wonder, what is he going to do with a boat filled with animals when there's not any water around? You shout one more insult over your shoulder and turn away, just missing a drop of rain that splashes in the dirt beside your feet. I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. Hey, preteens, Pastor Michael here. I am so glad you're back for another day of becoming unique and unforgettable by learning and obeying God's Word, and that you've come to join me. I always love having you with me. I know I can't see you, but I know you're there, and I'm glad you're there. Now, let me talk to your parent real fast. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. You know, I don't often get to talk with you, so I'm glad you're there, too. Hey, since you let your preteen listen to chicken and waffles, my guess is that you desire for your son or daughter to learn God's truth. And you know what? The best way for that to happen is that they read the Bible on their own at home. Now, I'm betting you've maybe tried that out in the past and life has gotten really busy, or you may even be a little intimidated by the Bible, and that's okay. I've created a resource to help you show your preteen how to read the Bible for themselves in four easy steps. Plus, there's a Bible reading plan that goes right along with the episodes of Chicken and Waffles. So, if you want to find those four easy steps, I want you to go to my website, chickenandwafflespodcast.com, enter in your email, and I will send it directly to you. 
Plus, I'll put a link in the show notes to get you there. Now, preteens, back to you, all right? We are starting today two episodes on that guy named Noah that starts in Genesis chapter 6. All right, so what is our first question that we always ask? What does it mean, right? And, you know, just a few episodes ago, we talked about the perfectness of God's creation. You remember how we talked about that? But then how sin messed it all up. Well, now, many, many years later, everything has gone completely wrong because everyone is doing whatever they want. They don't care about what God wants them to do. They don't even know God anymore. And I want you to think of the worst thing that someone could do, and it's probably about 10 times worse. That's what everyone was doing. So let's find out what the situation is. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 9. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I am sorry I ever made them. But Noah found favor with the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at that time. And he walked in close fellowship with God. Now, even though Noah was surrounded by people who didn't follow God, he kept obeying God. You know, when other people lied, he told the truth. When others cheated, he was honest. When other guys picked their noses, He kept his fingers out of his nostrils, okay? Yes, let's not go picking our noses in public, right? But how did Noah keep doing what was right when everyone else was doing wrong? And you've got to know that if everybody else was doing wrong, they were trying to get him to join in with them. That's often the way it happens, right? Now, have you ever felt that way before? You're like, I want to do what's right, but there are people around me that keep doing wrong, and they, they keep trying to pull me in. You know what? It was kind of like that for me growing up at different times. Now, growing up, I was surrounded by people at school who often used uh, inappropriate language or curse words and all of that, you know? It would be friends of school or it would be coaches of my teams, right? They could make up some very interesting words. And there would be even times where some of my friends would try and get me to join in. But you know what? Typically, I didn't. Because I knew God's word said in Ephesians 4.29, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Now, was I perfect in this area? No. I still remember to this day, one time I was at basketball tryouts and I could not make a layup to save my life. And I said something out loud that I shouldn't have. But you know what? For the most part, my words were clean. My words were wholesome. It wasn't because I was perfect, but it was because I knew what God's word said. And that's how Noah was able to do right when everyone else was doing wrong. He stayed close to God. Now, if you remember Genesis 9-6, it said he walked in close fellowship with God. 
Now, that's that's really good Bible talk right there. Do you know what that means in our language today? He was friends with God. He was like BFFs with God, right? So he knew God. He talked with him. He knew what God wanted him to do. So he did it. Because Noah didn't care what all those other people thought of him. He only cared what his best friend, God, thought of him. So this is what I want you to remember today. Our big idea is that I will do what is right when I stay close to God. That's how Noah was able to keep doing the right thing when everybody else was doing the wrong thing. So what should you do? That's our waffle question, because I want you to remember that when you learn God's Word, it should impact the decisions you make and the actions you take. Now, you might be thinking, Pastor Michael, how do I stay close to God? I can't see God. I can't, you know, He doesn't verbally talk to me. So, does that mean to stay close to God, I've got to go build a big giant boat and get a bunch of animals in there? You know what? No, that is not what it means. And if you do that, Take a picture and send that to me, okay? No, what it means to grow close to God is when you learn and obey His Word, which is what we talk about here on Chicken and Waffles every episode. You know, 2 Timothy 3.16 tells us that all Scripture is inspired by God. So when we read the Bible, we are reading the words of God. Now, Noah was unique because he knew God and listened to Him. But Noah became unforgettable when he obeyed God's word. So unforgettable, in fact, that we're still talking about him right this very minute. So here's my challenge for you today. I want you to read the Bible two times in a week and then obey what you read. Now, you remember how I told your parents earlier about a resource I had for them? Well, along with that resource, there is a reading plan for you that is tied directly to the upcoming episodes on Chicken and Waffles. So each week, you're going to hear me talk about certain things from the book of Genesis, but you'll also be challenged by this reading plan to read scripture that goes right along with those episodes, and then you are to write down the chicken and waffle questions and answer them in a journal. And I'm going to be right there along with you because I'm going to be talking about the exact same things. You think you can do that? You think you can join me in these coming weeks and you read about the exact same things I'm talking about? I would love it if you did that. Because reading and obeying God's Word is the best way to ensure that you're going to do what is right even when everyone else is doing what is wrong. Hey, I'm excited that you're going to be joining me in these upcoming episodes, and you're going to be reading Scripture along with me. Hey, and if you miss a day, that's okay. You can jump right back in with the very next passage. Hey, I believe in you, and I can't wait to hear how you are doing what is right, even when no one else is. Hey, remember, every time you learn and obey God's Word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.